My name is Jeffrey Bullock, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, Conversations on Leadership Matters. The Iowa Democratic Party ushered in the first presidential caucus in 1972. The Republican Party of Iowa jumped on the bandwagon four years later. With their February 3, 2020 debacle, which has provided national pundits plenty of fodder for ridicule, the Democrats hosted their last presidential caucus, and so well have the Republicans. I know it's not yet official, and I am also aware that in a show of rare bipartisan unity, Governor Kim Reynolds and Senators Charles Grassley and Joni Ernst assured us and the rest of the country that every last vote will be counted and every last voice will be heard. They're wrong, and this is why. Because we are no longer trusted. As Peggy Noonan opined in her February 8th Wall Street Journal opinion piece, you know what Iowa really tells us? Anything can happen now. Anything. Because rigor in politics is waning, the old disciplines are not holding, old responsibilities are being thrown off. The caucuses were a failure of competence by people who were just passing through and burnishing their personal brands. The Iowa caucuses, past tense, were one of the few good, dependable filters in our national electoral system. They were grassroots, requiring inordinate amounts of personal time and energy to be invested by each potential candidate. In one of the few places left to do so in America, regular people stood face-to-face with names like Sanders, Biden, Giuliani, Fiorina, Clinton, Jackson, Forbes, Obama, Santorum, Clinton, Mondale, Glenn, Dole, Forbes, Romney, H.W.W., and Jeb Bush. We saw them without their makeup, but in their wrinkled slacks and their campaign-weary, tired eyes. Kerry cooked his own goose here years ago when he went into a corner cafe in what was the last cafe standing in that very small town, and after reviewing the menu, asked for a cob salad. There hadn't been a cob salad seen on that menu for years, which revealed how far removed Nantucket is from places like Kent, Iowa. And Giuliani? When I greeted him in my waiting room, I experienced a pair of eyes like that of a walleye, cold, cloudy, and without life, until the main stage lights were turned on. Scary stuff. Money didn't buy votes. Slick campaign advertisements didn't sway the electorate. Candidates that wore wingtips or pumps in Washington, D.C. Monday through Friday but slipped into their cowboy boots on Saturday and Sunday when visiting out-of-the-way places like Creston, Corning, or Clarence were outed in a nanosecond. Iowans got pretty good at separating the good colonels from the bad cobs, and our nation was the better for it but not anymore. We're told that the app failed, which is the political class way of telling the citizens of this state that the dog ate their homework. 
I'm sure I tried that excuse, or something like that excuse, sometime in junior high school. It was as lame then as it is now. The app didn't fail. The people who created the app, the movers, shakers, and other political professionals failed. They failed the process. They failed our people. These are the same people that now want to manage our health care and economy. And they have now provided a fast lane for every late-night talk show host to perpetuate every stereotype that has ever been attached to our home. The only people who aren't getting it are the insiders who want us to believe that every last vote will be counted and every last voice will be heard. The one true fact in this cacophony of misdirection is this. The voices of regular people won't be heard anymore. Like the guy caught on camera asking Elizabeth Warren if her student debt forgiveness plan would reimburse him for the years of working a second job so that he could put his daughter through college debt-free. That means, sadly, that the Elizabeth Warrens of the world will be yet another layer of truth removed away from how the world really works for the folks out here, which is America, by the way. So if there ever is going to be another caucus, it will be, be because of the crisis like the 1968 Democratic Convention in Chicago. Regular citizens demanded a change then, as they will, hopefully, one day demand again here. And not because politicians, many of whom have been in office too long, assure us that all is still good and decent. It's not. The trust with the citizens of this state has been broken by both parties, by the Democrats in 2020 and the Republicans in 2012. Trust me, just doesn't work anymore. I'd like to thank you for listening to Conversations on Leadership Matters. Go to jeffbullock.com to subscribe. Also, please take an opportunity to share or forward this blog with your friends or family. We appreciate it.